Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Metro News This Morning, bringing you this morning's biggest news headlines from across the state. It is Wednesday, June 9th, 2021. Good morning. I'm Chris Lawrence, and we're set to get your day started with the information you need in West Virginia. We begin with the weather forecast for the Mountain State, which remains largely unchanged from the recent pattern. Human conditions today and some pop-up thunder showers throughout the state. More on that forecast in a moment. Right now, let's get you up to date on what's been happening statewide in West Virginia overnight. At the Metro News Anchor Desk this morning is Jake Flatley. Good morning, Jake. Good morning, Chris. Governor Jim Justice is promising workers at Beatrice Plant in Morgantown that his administration is continuing to work on a solution as more than 1,000 people are set to lose jobs at the end of July following an announced plant shutdown. Dozens of workers rallied outside of the state capitol on Tuesday where Justice did come outside and talk to them. Veteran worker Becky Friend of Fairmont says the decision to close the plant has a wide-ranging impact. These jobs need to be kept in America. Um, it, it's really upsetting that they can take these jobs away from us because it not only affects the employees, but it affects my dad, my kids, my husband. The rally comes about six weeks before the previously announced July 31st closing of what's been known for years as the Milan plant. Justice said at his coronavirus briefing Tuesday that officials with the company are not paying much attention to him. Also at the briefing, Justice gave an update to the state's vaccination lottery called Do It For Baby Dog. He says it's off to a good start. There's 70,000 of you that are registered right now. You know, and the first lottery drawing will be held on our birthday, which is Father's Day, on June the 20th. On Father's Day, we'll make somebody in West Virginia a millionaire. Those will be weekly drawings that include the cash prizes, trucks, and guns. The CDC shows 59.9% of those 12 and older in the state have received at least one shot. The state DHHR reported 3,431 active cases of the coronavirus in its latest report. There are 96 newly confirmed cases and one new death. Hospitalizations are now at 144. President Joe Biden and Republicans in the U.S. Senate ending negotiations on an infrastructure package. Both sides unable to reach an agreement. Republicans focused on a plan addressing traditional infrastructure needs at a cost of around $1 trillion. The White House, with its American Jobs Plan, with a $1.7 trillion price tag and dedicated funding toward human infrastructure needs like child care and education. Senator Shelley Capito leading Republicans in negotiations. She says despite the progress, the president continued to stand by offer 
offers that included tax increases. Biden speaking Tuesday to multiple senators, including West Virginia Democrat Joe Manchin, about a bipartisan plan to be put before the White House. I'm Alex Thomas, WVMetroNews.com. Part of the state's broadband infrastructure is getting a boost thanks to the state receiving $677 million from the American Rescue Plan. Economic Development Secretary Mitch Carmichael speaking to lawmakers on Tuesday and detailing the improvement done so far in 2021. While this is private information for many of the providers, they've been able to uh, submit to me that they have, uh, at this point, connected over 1,500 homes this year in new connections. So that's good news. Carmichael said grants will begin to be rolled out this summer to expand existing fiber and cable networks. You can read more at WVMetroNews.com. Staying in infrastructure, the last 15-mile stretch of U.S. Route 35 between Beach Hill and the Buffalo Bridge in Putnam and Mason Counties set to open to traffic by the end of August. Governor Jim Justice's office making the announcement Tuesday for the final stretch that is being upgraded to four lanes. The project included eight bridges and a new interchange where U.S. 35 meets West Virginia 869. Huntington police are continuing an investigation into a late-night shooting Tuesday in the city's High Lawn neighborhood. Officers located one victim around 1040 in the 2700 block of High Lawn Avenue. The extent of the victim's injuries is unavailable at this time, and police are not sure or have not charged or named any suspects. Staying in Huntington after 25 years of public service to the city, Police Chief Ray Cornwell will retire next month. Mayor Steve Williams announced Tuesday that Cornwell's final day will be July 2nd, and interim police chief has not been named. The results are in for dozens of communities in West Virginia that held municipal elections on Tuesday. In Brook County, Fallensby has re-elected Mayor David Veligol, defeating John Schwartzfeger. Wellsburg elected Dan Dudley, who ran unopposed. Longtime, longtime Wellsburg Mayor Sue Simonetti died in March. And in Bridgeport, Andy Lang will be mayor after running unopposed. Thank you, Jake. Coming up in our background are a new U.S. Senate committee report on the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. We'll hear more about that. And then Joe Bricado will have an update on sports as we're almost ready to get the regionals started of high school baseball and softball. Those stories and more still ahead. Metro News, the voice of high school sports in West Virginia, brings you the 2021 State High School Baseball Championships. Thursday, June 24th through Saturday, June 26th, the best teams in the state will battle it out in Charleston at Appalachian Power Park. You can listen to all of the games on the Metro News Radio Network and watch the live video streams on the Metro News channel at wvmetronews.com. The 2021 State High School Baseball Championships, June 20th. 24 through the 26th here on Metro News. Joe Bricado joins us momentarily with a check on sports right now in our background or a new U.S. Senate committee report on the January 6th incident at the U.S. Capitol. Findings show significant intelligence and security failures at every level with warnings ignored. But according to the report, authorities were aware of threats being made and how rioters plan to attack the U.S. Capitol. Here's ABC's Rachel Scott. A blistering bipartisan report revealing massive security failures at every level of government leading up to January 6th. USA! The five-month investigation painting a dark picture, revealing critical breakdowns in communication and preparation among the Capitol Police, FBI, DHS, and Department of Defense. 
The panel finding that weeks before the attack, Capitol Police Intelligence uncovered information about the threat of violence, including a blog post with a map of the Capitol, encouraging Trump supporters to surround every building with a tunnel entrance or exit. One comment saying, this is do or die, bring your guns. But the full scope of that information was never fully conveyed to Capitol Police leadership or its officers, who then came under attack. Senator Amy Klobuchar was one of four senators who led the review. Is there any reason why the Capitol should have been left vulnerable on January 6th? No, uh, but uh, literally there were uh, posts floating around with maps of the tunnels under the Capitol. The report laying out 20 recommendations, including the selection of a new Capitol Police Chief. Late today, the department responding. This department is already making major changes to protect our most valuable asset, which is you and everybody on Capitol grounds. But the report did not address what led up to the attack, including if former President Donald Trump's words provoked the violence we saw that day, or any contributing factors in the weeks and months leading up to the attack. Renewed calls from Democrats and some Republicans to investigate what led to this, even after efforts for January 6th commission failed. I see this report as very valuable, but not a substitute for an independent commission. But it has already failed once in the Senate, blocked by Republicans. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell telling me it's a non-starter. What we needed was a quick solution to the problem on security and pursuit of those who broke the law, which the Justice Department assures me is going on very, very aggressively. ABC News' is Rachel Scott with that report. To the sports desk now, Joe Bricado filling in this week. And, Joe, we are just about ready to uh, start the regionals in baseball and softball in West Virginia. It's taken about a week and a half, but almost all of the sectional tournaments in baseball and softball are complete and probably will be complete by the end of the day today. In baseball last night, the number two ranked team in Class AAA stayed alive with a 13-10 to win over Jefferson. That's the over Washington, rather. That's the Jefferson Cougars. The Cougars rallied back from a six-run deficit, and they won their third consecutive elimination game. Jefferson will now face Martinsburg in the regional round next week. Other teams to win sectional tournaments on Tuesday are North Marion, Point Pleasant, Phillip Arbor, and Mann. Two Class A tournaments are still in play. Midland Trail will visit Charleston Catholic today, and Wheeling Central and Madonna will play a decisive game this afternoon. In softball, four teams secured sectional crowns yesterday. They are Ritchie County, Oakland, Madonna and Mann. Greenbrier West and Midland Trail will compete for the last spot today. You can get caught up on all of these statewide results and schedules at WVMetroNews.com. So basketball news as the basketball tournament approaches. The Marshall alumni squad heard that welcomes back a key piece from their 2020 team. Middle Tennessee State grad Ja'Cory Williams has committed to heard that. He averaged just under 20 points a game for them last summer in their run to the TBT quarterfinals. Other confirmed players for heard that include John and Ott Elmore, Rondale Watson, and Stevie Browning. And of course, Charleston will host a regional with heard that and the WVU alumni squad Best Virginia in July. Former Marshall wideout Artie Burns has found a new home. The University of Virginia confirmed yesterday that the graduate transfer will play his final season of college ball with the Cavaliers. Burns played in 22 games for the Thundering Herd. He leaves Marshall with 42 career receptions for 504 receiving yards and six touchdowns.
Thanks, Joe. We start every day with the full West Virginia morning news on Metro News Radio. We're on the air from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. with all the information you need to get the day started. We're on Metro News radio stations all across the state as well as streaming at WVMetroNews.com. Listen in. Now with today's commentary, here is the voice of Metro News, Hoppy Kerchival. Chris, West Virginia Democratic Senator Joe Manchin is at the center of a political maelstrom now because of his opposition to the massive For the People Act federal elections bill and his commitment to keep the Senate filibuster. Manchin has also spoken out against the size and scope of President Biden's infrastructure plan, as well as the proposed increase in the corporate income tax from 21% to 28% to help pay for it. Manchin said he will go as high as 25%. Manchin's critics, and there are now legions of them among Democrats and liberal columnists, are leveling brutal attacks against him. For example, Congressman Mondaire Jones, a Democrat from New York, equated Manchin's position to racism, a relic of Jim Crow. Well, that criticism is absurd, and anyone who knows Manchin will testify to that. But it does indicate the depth of the panic that is setting in on the left over Manchin's unwillingness to get in line with his Democratic colleagues. The question that frequently comes up when political discussions turn to Joe Manchin is, what does he want? What's he holding out for? The suggestion is that everybody has a price or there's some secret agenda. Those questions miss the point. First, Manchin already has what he wants, and that is to be right in the middle of the fray. Like most politicians, he enjoys the limelight as much, if not more, than the next person, but he's also comfortable with the chaos of controversy. Second, Manchin critics need to understand that he is not an ideologue. He's a dealmaker. When the senator says he wants to get Democrats and Republicans together to hammer out a compromise, he's not just blowing smoke. He really does want to compromise, and he believes he's just the person through the force of his personality who can make it happen. In fairness, however, his deal-making instincts are not without principles. As he wrote in an op-ed in the Gazette Mail last Sunday about the elections bill, the truth, I would argue, is that voting and election reform that is done in a partisan manner will all but ensure partisan divisions continue to happen. That's not something many on the left or right really want to hear now, because they believe bipartisanship is an overrated relic of a more collegial era in Congress. Manchin doesn't, and because he holds that 50th Democratic vote in the chamber, what he believes matters. Meanwhile, Senator Shelley Moore Capito of West Virginia continues to lead the Republican effort to strike a deal with President Biden and the Democrats on infrastructure. Now, Capito is more comfortable working quietly but forcefully to reach a deal rather than negotiating in public. Some Washington insiders dismiss the infrastructure talk as an elaborate show that belies the true intent of Republicans and Democrats who've already decided there's no deal to be had. But it is not Capito's style to waste time, energy, and credibility on something that has no meaning beyond appearance. Former National Security Advisor Zbigniew Brzezinski said, Bipartisanship helps avoid extremes and imbalances. It causes compromises and accommodations. So let's cooperate, he said. Cooperation and compromise are not hallmarks of failure. They are worthy political aspirations, despite what many in Washington, including some influencers, would have us believe. Senators Manchin and Capitol of West Virginia just happen to be in prime positions of power to practice those worthy concepts. Chris. Thanks, Hop. Read Hoppy's commentary every weekday. It's posted at WVMetroNews.com, and you can watch his show, Metro News Talk Line, there each weekday morning at 10.06.
Now for the West Virginia weather on this Wednesday morning. Humid conditions persisting through the end of the work week as Gulf moisture continues to stream into our region. Today through Friday, it'll feature a better coverage of shower and thunderstorm activity producing locally heavy rain at times. That'll be preceding a few days as the week upper level disturbance approaches. There's tropical-like air uh, finally fading by the weekend and the drier air will start to move in. But still an isolated shower or thunderstorm will continue to be possible into next work week. Now you're up to date. Have yourself a great day for Hoppy Kerchival, Joe Bercato, and Jake Flatley. I'm Chris Lawrence on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Metro News This Morning is an exclusive production of the Metro News Radio Network. All rights reserved.